horrible? I've got a good word for you today, if that's the case. I've had an interesting couple of weeks. Thanks, Lee and Dale, for singing all my favourite songs, and now I've got no voice whatsoever left. I think to myself, right, I'm not going to talk too much because I've been a little bit off colour. And um, Lee starts singing some of my favourite shin diggies. And then Dale gets up and sings about Good Good Father and I'm hollering at the top of my voice. So you'll have to forgive me for my uh, raspy voice. How about we pray? Father, we thank you today that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, above everything else, God, we thank you that you are good, that you are good. You're oh, oh, so good, God. Father, we thank you so much for who you are, for sending your son, Jesus. Lord, that you would be, you know, so jealous for us, God, that you would send your own son, that we might be made right in your sight, God. Father, today, Lord, Lord, let, let the message, or Holy Spirit, let the message of God the Father is good resonate within us, deep, deep, deep down. In Jesus' name, amen. Cool. Today I'm going to be talking about one thing, one point on my message, which is good. God is good. He is a good, good father. I was talking to Dale on, uh, via the text message, which is how you tend to talk these days, isn't it? I was talking to Dale on the text message and she said, if God's goodness is our strength, then because we believe he is good, our praise starts to lift. And, as God's, and, and God's presence dwells in the praises of his people. Isn't that amazing? So God's goodness, if that becomes our strength, then we will naturally just want to praise God and love God. Then because of that, because of us lifting praises unto him, he will inhabit the praises of his people. If there's one thing we do great in our church here, we worship like there ain't no tomorrow. Amen? It's one thing that we're just so passionate about in this place. And um, one of the things I love when I'm song leading is just when I get up there and, and you guys have 100% at the top of your voices and serving a loving God. Amen? It's really cool. So the last couple of weeks have been interesting for me. It's been a bit of a bit of sickness in our place. Tracy's had a bit of a, a flu, and worse than that, I've had the man flu. So, um, so let's have a look at what our home's been like the last couple of weeks. So it's a medically proven fact that the man flu is definitely worse than the lady flu. <laughs> All power to the mums and ladies that uh, keep on powering on because we suck at it, us blokes when we grew up. We're bad, bad, so bad. <coughs> so <clears throat> today I figured rather than come with a message titled something like the five keys to overcoming the man flu... Or the seven strategies to getting out of bed in the morning when you've got a runny nose and your thumb stuck in your mouth. I thought today, let's talk about one simple topic. God is good. How about you say it with me? God is good. Remember that thing back in, was it the 90s or the 80s? God is good. All the time. All the time. <laughs> got a bit weird at one point there, but God, God is good. Amen. 
So this morning, I want to I read a whole bunch of scriptures to us because these aren't my words. These are God's words. So um, we're going to read a few scriptures. If you have one of those little um, things on your phone or if you brought your Bible, I'll be reading a whole bunch of them. Some will appear up on the screen. Two or three will appear up there. But I'll read through quite a few. I love that song that, that um, we sang today. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Isn't that powerful? Powerful words. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to us. So, you know, if we can acknowledge God, God, you are so good to us. And, um, you know, when I, when, I get, uh, when I get a little bit ill, which doesn't happen very often, but when I get ill, I get grumpy. So I apologize to everybody out there that I've been short to and grumpy to. But, you know, at the end of the day, we can... We can we can find that, if we can find that goodness of God, then the rest just doesn't matter. What do you think? The goodness of God. You are perfect in all your ways. It, and then he goes on to say, Oh, it's so undeniable, I can hardly speak. Peace so unexplainable, I can hardly think. As you call me deeper, still into love, love, love. Back when Tracy and I were spring chickens in 1994, or thereabouts, we went on a mission trip to the Solomon Islands, that's 23 years ago. That's before Hannah and Georgia and John. We saw God move mightily in, in that place, and I've shared a couple of different things about God healing people and that sort of stuff. But it was an impacting trip for us as a couple. But one of the things that I remember to this day, and I wrote it in the back of my Bible at the time, was they, they started to teach us a bit of pigeon, pigeon English. And um, one of the things they said was, God and brava good. What that means is God is true, truly, really, exactly, genuinely, authentically good. God em brava good. God em brava good. God is true, truly, really, exactly, genuinely, and authentically good. Say God is good. God is good. God is good. One point in this message today, God is good. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. And God gives gifts to us individually, one by one by one. So how are you feeling, Andrew? You good? Do you want to come and share a little bit or do you want to do that next time? I, I, threw it on, I threw it on Andrew this morning, but he's got a testimony about God's goodness. So why don't we welcome Andrew up this morning? Yeah, well, early in July, um, I suffered a um, very bad thing. I actually hit a wall in the hospital and landed on the back of my head and knocked myself out. Um, from what I remember, um, the doctor said I was gone. I wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> but um, I heard a voice that said, I'm not ready for you yet. So, and I'm still here to tell the story. <laughs> and we're very, very glad, Andrew, that you are. How's his bass playing? What do you reckon? Did anyone know he could play bass? My goodness. Good on you, Andrew. I appreciate that, brother. Hey, good on you. So every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven, and life for Andrew is pretty beneficial to me and to us, eh? Hey? What do you reckon? Because um, God really touched him and said, no, not, not for today, down the track somewhere else. 
So let's turn to James chapter 1, verse 16 to 18. We're going to read it from the Message Bible, actually. So it's going to come up there, hopefully. I'll read it from here. So my dear friends, don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and beneficial, beneficial gift comes out of heaven. The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. There is nothing deceitful in God, nothing two-faced, nothing fickle. He brought us to life using the true word, showing us off the crown, showing us off as the crown of all his creatures. Isn't that an incredible thing? That God actually shows us off as the crown of his, cre- of his creation. That we are, in his sight, very, very good. So let's, let's draw a line right now. And you know some of that stuff that you know, talks in the back of your head that says stuff? Right now, just remember, hey mate, right now God is good and he's created us to be good. So from that foundation, let's start to praise God and and really honour him and lift him up. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. That isn't that incredible? It comes from the Father of light who's sending down like beams of light saying, here, take this, take this, you are good. He is not deceitful or two-faced. You can trust what he says in his word. Um, we, we listened to, to um, Shane Willard a couple of months ago talking about you know, the different progressions of the Bible and that sort of thing, but you can trust what the Bible says. You know, the pinnacle is Jesus coming. Trust what the Bible says when he says you are good, that, we, that he is good and we are a, 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 um, shown off as the crown of all of his creatures. In Psalms, I'd like to read a few Psalms to you. Psalm 16 verse 2. Let's read a couple of these things together. If you've got a Bible, flick through them because it's good for us to, to look at it. If you've got an a, um, app on your phone, if you don't have an app, get that U version of the Bible app. That is fabulous. Psalm 16, verse 2. If there's one thing I want you to get today, or there's only one thing I want you to get today, God is good. God is good. All the time, God is good, eh? Psalm 16, verse 2. As for the saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Sorry, that's verse 3. Verse 2. O my soul, you have said to the Lord, you are my God. My goodness is nothing apart from you. So our goodness is nothing apart from God. So if we find the foundation of, hey mate, you know, in this world that wants us to look a certain way, think a certain thing, be a certain person. Now come back to the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Psalm 23, verse 6. Let's flick over there together. Psalm 23, verse 6. I'll try and read the right one this time. Ah, the, Lord's, the Lord is my shepherd, Psalm. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. How about we say this together? You ready? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isn't that incredible? Who wants a bit of goodness and mercy? Obviously Dan does because he said he's had a crap week. We need a bit of goodness and mercy around our lives. Let's go over to Psalm 27. Psalm 27 verse 13, if you've got it there. I want to convince you from the scripture this morning that that God is good. Psalm 27 verse 13. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Sometimes a bit like that, sometimes we can lose a bit of heart, but look for the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, where we are in Frankston Town, Frankston Council, whether we be living you know, 
anywhere, it doesn't matter. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall renew your strength. He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That's an interesting one. Psalm 27, verse 14. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. What does that mean, wait on the Lord? I reckon it means just taking some time to think and allow him, allow his goodness to sink and, and dwell within us. Amen? Yeehaw. Psalm 31, verse 19. Let's keep moving. See how easy it is. I just looked up in the back of my Bible and, and looked up goodness. And then all these scriptures just in Psalms popped out. Isn't that amazing, eh? That U version of the Bible app that, I'm, that I was telling you about, you can type in words like goodness and it'll, it'll give you, like for 20 different, script, uh, 20 different um, translations or more, it'll give you the words. It's real simple to wait on the Lord. Um, Psalm 31 verse 19. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. How great is your goodness. That word great, again in my Bible, says abundant, many, large in number of majority and importance. The chief weight is significant, noble or princely. How great is the goodness that God has given to us. Pretty cool when you start to think about that. Better than trying to climb up the stairs with a, with a blankie on. <laughs> Be fed watery soup from a spoon. <laughs> It's just so like our house. Tracy just f- keeps powering on and I fall over. Like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Psalm 52, verse 1. Let's go over to that one. Psalm 52. Have a squizzy at Psalm 52, verse 1. Why do you boast in evil, O mighty man? The goodness of God endures continually. The goodness of God endures continually. So we can believe, we can trust. And when we come in on Sunday mornings, um, I think Bill Johnson talks about, from Bethel Church, he talks about when we first come in, give our, give our first food. It's like going to a banquet or something like that. And we always give the, the, the leader of the banquet the food first. But it's like with our worship, we always praise and worship God first before we do anything else. Because then he comes and then he inhabits the place. Don't you think that's pretty nice? If we stand there and say, God, you are so good. And that's all we've got to use. I really strongly believe that if we get the words, God, you are good from our heart, out of our mouth, into our praise and into our worship, that he will infect this, this community with his, with his gospel. Because we're coming from a place of confidence. You know, we're coming from a place where God has spoken to us. God, you are good. You are good. Not a place of, oh, woe is me, I'm wrecked. No, God, you are good. I have a confidence. Like that scripture just now that we read, um, the goodness of God endures continually. So it doesn't stop. It doesn't pull up eventually. It doesn't run out like, you know, the water, you know, the tap, the water in a tank runs out eventually. But God's goodness doesn't run out. He continues to move. His goodness endures forever. Psalm 139, now we'll put that up on the screen. Psalm 139 verse 13. Can I just say, these guys up the back that do all the projector stuff, I don't know if we really realise just the effort that they put in to do this, but some of the, uh, the unsung heroes sit behind that desk, Dan and Mel, you guys are rock, man, I tell you. Just, you know what I mean? Like, like the only time you sort of think about them is when the video doesn't come up or the sound doesn't work, do you know what I mean? 
But, but just to, mate, there's the scripture on that screen and on that screen, just like that. Do you know, it's, it just amazes me about how, how great a team we have here at Bayside Church. So verse 13, again, we're talking about the goodness. I am fearfully and wonderfully made because if we can come from a sense of confidence that God is good, regardless of what we see around us, I think it, I think it changes our perception. Verse 13, for you formed me, you, sorry, for, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written. The days were fashioned for me. Don't you love that statement? When as yet there were none of them. So even before I was a twinkle in my daddy's eye, God thought of us and had a plan for us and, and, and called us. It's a special thing to be called by God. Isn't he good? He's a good, good father. He's a good, good father, that's right. So I am formed by Father God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And if we come from that confidence, God, I'm, you, know, you know, I come from a confidence that God is good and he's called me. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. I'm known by the Father God before I even existed. These days are fashioned for me, always in the Father's thoughts, how precious I am to you. Did we, did we read that bit? No, we stopped at 17. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Isn't that incredible? That even, even though you know, we go to bed, God is still thinking of us. We are still in his thoughts. God is good. Say it with me. God is good. God is good. How precious are also your thoughts to me, God. You know, we, we love God and we want to honour him and we say, God, you are so good. But you know what? He thinks just the same for us. We are good. He's a good, good father. Matthew 7 says this, 7 verses 7 to 12. Keep asking and it will be given to you. Keep searching and you will find. Keep knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who searches finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What man among you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want others to do for you, do also the same for them. This is the law and the prophets. So keep asking and seeking because God is a good God who wants to give you good gifts. Amen. Let's go to Romans 8, verse 28, if you've got there, that there today. So we are fearfully and wonderfully made to serve a good, good Father. The goodness of God through the Psalms we can see just simply by doing a quick search on our phones for goodness or good. Romans 8, verse 28 to 31. Let's flick over to there. Romans 8. Verse 28 to 31. Now, I had a good version of the Bible for this. Yeah, New King James, the only one that's actually holy. Um, Romans 8, verse 28. I'm only joking. Romans 8, 28 to 31. And we know that all things work together, together for good to those who love God, 
to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. So we can see there that the work to, all things work together for good for, for those that are called according to his purpose. That things work together regardless of what we see in this world. If we can look beyond, hey mate, just, just put all the crap aside for a minute. Don't worry about Trump. Don't worry about Jong Peng Jang Lang. Don't worry about those guys. Just put them aside. Tech school education. <laughs> um, don't worry about North Korea. Don't worry about Trump. Don't worry about where things are going in Australia. God is a good, good father. From within our hearts, the base level of where we start, God is good. Say it with me. God is good. All the time. God is good. Do you know what I mean? He's good. He's good. He's good. When we come into this place, we worship God, you are good. God, you are good. God predestined us. He called us. He justified us. He glorified us. Incredible scriptures for for where we're at. The Bible is full of scriptures declaring the goodness of God. And if if you're into homework, I was never great at homework. It's all three, always three o'clock in the morning. Somehow managed to get through an engineering degree at three o'clock in the morning. It's great. The Bible is full of scriptures, scriptures declaring the goodness of God. Just type in your little phone app, you version of the Bible. Type in goodness and see what pops out. It's incredible the amount of stuff. The goodness of God. Paul encourages in Thessalonians 2 to stand firm in our faith according to the salvation that he has called us to. So 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 13 this is from the Holman Bible, which is another great scripture. 2.13. But we must always thank God for you, brothers, loved by the Lord. Turn to someone and say, you are loved by the Lord. You are loved by the Lord, brothers and sisters. Brothers. Because from the beginning, God has chosen you for salvation through sanctification. From the beginning. Isn't that an incredible privilege that God chose you? That God chose me? What a crazy God he is to choose me. And yet he chose me, hey. Boy brought up on the farm. God chose me. We must always thank God for you, brothers loved by the Lord, because from the beginning God has chosen you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and through belief in in the truth. He called you to this through our gospel so that you might obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brothers, stand firm and hold to the traditions that you were taught, either by our message or by our letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has loved us and given us eternal encouragement and good hope by grace, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good work and word. How are we feeling? Feeling like God's good? Just listen, just a handful of scriptures. What have we read? Half a dozen maybe? Seven or eight? And yet in that, all of a sudden, our hearts start to lift. And we can look beyond, you know, look beyond where we're at. Look beyond our, you know, our, the, the stuff that we see. Because 